0: My own name is like that. My name is Brett Ian Jenkins. And um, I was named Brett because my mother had a huge crush on James Garner. (laughs) And he used to play a cowboy named Brett Maverick on television. (laughs) You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be alone we that Will you join me for a word of prayer? On this blessed night, O Lord, when we celebrate your coming in our flesh, we pray, as we always do, but especially on this night, that all that is here would glorify you. And whatever is said that is not of you would simply disappear, be forgotten by us, but all that is of you take deep root in our minds and our hearts and help us grow more and more into the fullness of what it means to be your people. And these things we ask in the precious name of our Lord and newborn Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I tell you, I'm going, get a, I'm going to get a shouting back pew pretty soon. I like it. <laughs> well, you know, names are funny things. Names always have great significance, but they typically don't have... The significance they have, I should say, is not chosen by us, but rather was chosen by our parents. My own name is like that. My name is Brett Ian Jenkins. And... Um, I was named Brett because my mother had a huge crush on James Garner, <laughs> and he used to play a cowboy named Brett Maverick on television, <laughs> and, then, uh, and I was named Ian after Ian Fleming, the author of the James Bond movies, <laughs> but that's not why I was named after Ian Fleming. I was named after Ian Fleming because he was also the author of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which was my father's favorite movie. (laughs) Um, And I really haven't lived up to my name very well. I'm about as far from a cowboy as you can find. (laughs) In fact, my uh, my kids found a Weird Al Yankovic song on YouTube called White and Nerdy. And the first time they heard it, they're like, Dad, that's you. And I, I've, never written, I've never written a bad book, let alone a good book. <laughs> but, uh, but tonight we hear two different names for our Lord and Savior. The first of them is Jesus. Yeshua in the Hebrew. And it quite literally means Yahweh saves. And this name, like my name, has significance to His Father. And so He is told His name is told to Mary and Joseph, this is what you will name the child. Because He will save His people from their sins. And we need that. We need that because our sins stand between us and God. The most important relationship we will ever have. Our sins stand as an obstruction in that relationship. And that's not unusual because... Our sins stand as an obstruction in every relationship we have. Have you ever done something wrong that you had to keep from your best friend or your spouse? How does it feel when you have that? Especially if you know they'd be really disappointed in you if they found out. How does that feel? You know you're always holding something back from them. And we're not to hold anything back from God. So our sins need to be moved out of the way. And that is, of course, what Jesus does through His earthly ministry, preeminently His ministry at the cross, where He dies for our sins and rises for our justification. Because sin is just a way of saying to God, we know we should love you, we know we should trust you, We know that you say you have our best interests at heart when you give us these things you want us to do, but right now, this thing over here looks really good to me. So I, with my limited experience and my limited perspective, will choose this over what you've chosen because you have unlimited experience and unlimited perspective, and obviously I'm right. But we should trust that God has our best interests at heart. Romans 5.8 says to us that God shows His love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We should trust that what He has for us in this life, the things He chooses for us to do are for our own good and will bless us if we will only do them. But we don't. And so we need Christ. To move our sin out of the way and restore us to relationship with God. And this is what he does when he takes on, as our Advent communion prayer says, our flesh, our nature, and our lot. The word incarnation is a Latin word, it literally means God with flesh or in the flesh, or more crassly, God with meat to make it hit our ears the way it heard the, hit the early Christians' ears and the early world's ears before they got used to that word. God took on the fullness of what it was to be us, treating everything it was to be Him so that we could eventually have everything that it was to be Him. Eternal life and blessedness and being transformed, as Galatians says, from one degree of glory into another. 2 Corinthians 5.19 says that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself. And so, when we hear this next name of God, it should really mean something to us. And that name is Emmanuel. First spoken by the prophet Isaiah 700 odd years before the coming of Jesus. That name is applied then In that reading we heard from Matthew to Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. When God takes on our nature and our lot, our inheritance in the person of Jesus, He unites Himself to the worst of what it is to be us. Think of your worst moments. Think of the moments you feel ashamed of what you've done. He had to experience shame on the cross. He was crucified as a criminal for a crime you didn't commit. Think about the moments of your worst indignity. You probably don't remember when you had to sit in your own filth, but you did till mom and dad came and changed you. <laughs> Whether it happens in the nursery or in a nursing home, we all experience that at some point in our lives and Jesus had to wait for Mary or Joseph to change him. Think about the pain we experience in this life. And think of the cross, which was eventually discontinued by the Romans because it tended to incite violence rather than put down rebellion. It was such a cruel method of torture and death. Think about when you just can't feel God. When you reach out In desperation, and it feels like you're reaching into an empty hole. And then hear Jesus saying from the cross, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Everything that it is to be us. God took on Himself so that in the end He could give us all that it is to be Him. Not power, but eternal blessedness, life everlasting. This is what this night is all about. I love babies. you see, seen it. When we do baptisms, I have trouble giving them back because my, ben- my baby can bench press me now. He's in the back running the PowerPoint. <laughs> I do. I, I, love, I, I love the sentiment and, the, and the, the joy and the warm feelings that Christmas brings, but what it's really about is God giving all of himself to us. And he continues, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to be God with us. And everything we do as a church, all of the prayer, all of the reading of Scripture, all of the worship, all of the serving others, all of the entering into relationships with other Christians who can console us when we need that and challenge us when we need that, all of the giving to God's work in this world has one purpose, and that's to teach us how to live in Christ. With Him as our daily companion. With Him wrapped around us and permeating us. To learn to experience that reality which has already been a gift of His to us. So that when the time comes that we must finally go the way of all flesh and close our eyes for the last time. We will do it. Entrusting ourselves To someone we have known and walked with and spoken to and spent time with, like we have a precious friend or a spouse of 50 years. With that kind of love and trust, release ourselves and our souls to Him. That's what this night is about. I never lived up to my names, but Jesus has. He has saved us from our sins. And he is truly Emmanuel, God with us and for us. Will you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Lord, we know we are unworthy of the mystery we contemplate this night, which the scriptures proclaim, echoing the heralds of the angels. Lord, we, we have trouble imagining it. So we ask you, by your Spirit, to help us grab hold of this wondrous mystery. Help us to live more fully into the life that you have given us. Lord, that phrase, in Christ, appears more times in the New Testament than any other phrase. Lord, teach us to live into that reality for which you have claimed us, Help us to be followers of you by faith. And these things we ask that we might spread your love abroad to a world that desperately needs it. In the precious name of our newborn Savior, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.